My friend, you're here because you want English skills that help you connect with people on a deeper level. So join the free accent training community on school.com today and get some momentum going with your American accent development. Open the link in the description and request to join the free accent training community while spots are available, my friend. Welcome to the English Out Loud podcast, a podcast where I give you tips on how you can enhance your spoken English. My name is Pat. I'm from Toronto. And I'm actually back up in Canada today. Normally, I'd be spending my time in Mexico, down in Mexico, but today I'm back up in Toronto. Well, not in Toronto, but outside of Toronto, a couple hours north of the city. But it's a lovely area. However, today we've got tornado warnings in the area. Tornado warnings. You don't want to mess around. When there are tornado warnings, you want to stay inside. And so that's what I'm doing. I'm staying inside. And I'm coming up with some good content for my fantastic audience here. I don't think we're going to have too much to worry about. I think that we're fine. It seems that a tornado has touched down already, actually, about maybe 40 minutes from here. You don't think about that when you think of Canada tornadoes, but actually this is something that's been fairly common in the summertime since I grew up. July and August, you can expect to see tornadoes. Why? I don't know. I've been told why. However, I'm not gonna, I'm not here to explain that. I'm here to talk about the English language. So while this tornado blusters on outside, I will be advising you on how you can pick things up in your spoken English. So let's get to that. Today we are going to talk about words that I hear people mix up a lot. Some very common words. I'm talking words that you may use in your daily life. Yet, you may be mixing up these some of these word pairs that we're going to consider. And so let's take a look at these words here. We're just going to jump right into this one today. Let's see what we're working with. Now, the first two words that I want to consider here are the words can't and can. Can't and can. I can't make it. I can make it. I can't make it. I can make it. They can't come. They can come. The first one, you could tell was negative, but why was it negative? How did you know? I didn't pronounce the T, did I? I didn't say can't, and I definitely didn't say cannot, but it was can't. I can't go. I can go. So what is going on here? Well, we make a stop T, something that I talked about a few episodes ago, stop consonants, and we make a stop T when we've got that NT combination at the end of a word can't and the voice kind of raises up a little bit in pitch doesn't it and the n is cut short can't they can't come or they can't do it now when i say the positive when i say can can if it's in the middle of a sentence i'm often going to reduce it i'm often going to make it sound like a can can for example they can go they can do it they can, can. When I drop the A from the word can, and I just make it a can, it allows me to connect the words around it effectively so that all of these words come to sound like just one big word. They can go. They can help. So those are the first two words that we're looking at there. Can't 
We make a little pause at the end. We have a stop T. And we make the N short and quick when it's negative. I can't go. When it's positive, however, we drop the A from the word and we link it to the words around it. I can go. I can go. So that's the first word that we're going to see today. The next word is the word party. Party. We can go out and party now. We can party. Party. Now, how does that word party, when you say this, party, how does that compare with the word potty? Potty. Again, people all over the world from different cultures, whether it's Spanish-speaking people or I notice as well Arabic speakers, people who come from Eastern Europe, people who come from Africa, people from all over are omitting the R from the word party, and they're making it sound like potty, potty. Or else to avoid that, they'll pronounce the T as a true T and say something more like party, party, or potty. Now, the point is, when you pronounce something with a true T, as we've seen a couple times in the past, that kind of changes your stress of speech. It makes your speech sound a little bit stronger than what you may be meaning to communicate. However, when we give it a party, party, we give it a flap T sound with an R before it, par, party. That makes the word distinct from the word pa, potty, with that short O sound, potty. Party, potty. I broke the potty at the party. I broke the potty at the party. Never a good thing to do. Always something you want to avoid, but it happens. It happens to the best of us. You break the potty at the party, and then you got to tell someone. Unless you don't. Unless you just sneak off after you break the potty. But the point is, you most certainly want to be getting each of those words distinguished. You don't want to mix those up. Par. Par. We've seen in the past the R sound. The middle of the tongue comes up and it touches the top teeth. R. R. And then a flap T. Arty. So, so now we've seen these few words here. We've seen can't and can. Party and potty. Party hardy. Try saying that to yourself. Party hardy. And potty hardy. That sounds strange. Potty hardy. Whatever. Party hardy, though. That's, of course, the one that you want to make sure you're getting with those strong R sounds. Party hardy. Let's see a couple more words here. Now, the next mix-up that I'm going to talk about here is not just one word, but it's two words together. It's the difference between saying this week and next week. I have had trouble with communication with friends or people, just scheduling things in the past, because they would tell me next Tuesday, for example. They'd say, let's do this next Tuesday. What they really meant was this Tuesday. They meant to say this coming Tuesday. If you say next Tuesday, you're implying the Tuesday following the upcoming Tuesday. You get what I mean? So when we say next Tuesday, we're not actually referring to the next Tuesday. We're referring to the next next Tuesday. We're not referring to the one that's coming right away. That would be this Tuesday. No, no. We're referring to the following one, next Tuesday. That was just another mix-up. It's not pronunciation-related, I know. But it is a communication thing 
that I want to make sure you can nail down for any scheduling that you've got to do in the future because wouldn't that be a shame if you tell somebody, I'll call you next Tuesday, and then you end up calling them a week early. That could be difficult. So this Tuesday is the Tuesday that's coming up. Next Tuesday is the following week. I can't party next Tuesday. I can't party next Tuesday. Can't party next Tuesday. Or, we can party this Friday. We can party this Friday. That is this week, this Friday. We can party this Friday, but I can't party next Tuesday. That'd be a long weekend, wouldn't it? Friday till Tuesday. There's got to be three, four, five days of it. Oh, my goodness. Then again, though, I, I, a lot of people, they like to have fun. The next couple of words I want to consider here are the words word and world. World. Word. World. World. These two words, people, again, people mix these up all the time. I notice even after people learn these things effectively, this earl, dark L sound, they still have a hard time working it into those consonant clusters. World. World. So what can we do here? Well, when we say word, word, first of all, we're using a W. Then we're using a schwa R, er, er. And then a stop D, word, word. Now, when I say world, world, now we are still hearing a W and a schwa R. But then after that, we aren't going straight from the R to the L. We're not going straight world, world. But we're making it an L, world world that's the difference right there and it's significant when it comes to these two words and these are some everyday words that we say quite often get a good feel for those word world word world very subtle difference next word on the list here the words this and these this these. Now, if you have listened to my podcast episode number 19, then you know what the difference is between this and these. When we say the sound these, e, these, we're making a lot of pressure between the back of the tongue and the top teeth, the upper teeth, e, these. However, when we say this, this, we are relieving that pressure. We're making the vowel kind of short and quick. Eh, this, these, this, and these. Now, this is another one that, again, people all over the world, whether it's Spanish, whether your language is Mandarin, or whether you speak Telugu, there's a large possibility that you are mixing these up, that you're not distinguishing between them, between the eh and e. I, e. The difference, as I said, is subtle when we make that E sound. Lots of pressure between the back of the tongue and the top teeth. E. And then I, I. No pressure, just lightly touching the top teeth, very lightly. So, for example, this is it. This is it. These are here. The. These are here. This is it. These are here. I, e. 
Now, again, you may not be getting a full feel for the difference between those two words right off the bat. That's all right. That is totally fine. You've just got to keep at it. Keep on repeating those. Feeling, if you're making a lot of pressure between the back of the tongue and the top teeth, E. And then, without really dropping your jaw much, releasing that pressure between the tongue and the teeth, E. E. The only way to learn to identify those sounds is to learn to listen for them and to repeat them regularly. So keep up on those two. This, these. All right, we've got a handful more pairs here to take a look at. Here's another two here. The word say. S-A-Y. Say. You know, I say so. You say so. We say so. Whatever. Say. Okay, not a problem. That one, a lot of people say it just fine. It's an S and a long A. Say. Now, here's the thing. When we put an S after that, we don't pronounce it says. S-A-Y-S. I don't actually say it like says. I say says. Says. As if it's an S-E-Z. Or Z. Z or Z. S-E-Z. Says. Says. This is American English, so we're going to stick to Z. S-E-Z. Now, the one S-A-Y-S, like I said, a lot of people will mix that up. Why? Well, because they're just reading it the way that it's spelled. They're reading it, says. It's exactly what it says. However, we want to pronounce it a little differently from how it's spelled. Se-says. Repeat after me. You say, he says, I said so. You hear that there? You say, he says, I said so. The word says, S-A-Y-S, gets that sound, says, and then S-A-I-D. Note as well, I'm not pronouncing that said, but I'm giving it a quick said kind of sound, said. All right, and I got one more for you here, one more that I hear a lot of people hesitate with. This is a group of three words, in fact, three words. The words are there, there, and there. There, there, and there. Spell T-H-E-R-E, T-H-E-I-R, and T-H-E-Y apostrophe R-E. Now again, this is something I have spoken about in the past. This is something I've spoken about a number of times in the past. All three of these receive the same pronunciation. There, there. Their car is there. Did you hear that? Different spellings on those theirs. There, there, T-H-E-Y, apostrophe R-E, T-H-E-R-E, and then their car is there. The first one, T-H-E-I-R, car, is T-H-E-R-E, there. There, there, their car is there. Wow. If you just memorize, honest, that quick little phrase right there, memorize that one. Repeat that to yourself many times today. There, there, their car is there. They're there. Their car is there. If you repeat that to yourself endlessly, then you may feel a little less hesitation when you use some of these common words in your regular spoken English. They're in there. They're in there. That was their idea. They're going to regret it. You hear that? Even though the words are spelled differently, they are all receiving the same pronunciation. The difficulty people have with this is that they hesitate. I notice people hesitate with this. When they see it spelled and they're reading it out, 
whatever the circumstances, people doubt themselves. I'm here to tell you, don't. Don't doubt yourself. Just keep in mind, all three of those have the same sound. All three of those get the same sound. All right, well, for today, that brings me to wrapping this one up. That brings me, this is not too long of an episode. You know, it's not too, too long. It's jam-packed full of great content that, of course, I'm happy to share with you. And I want you to enjoy it. I want you to be able to listen and enjoy, grab some popcorn. Well, I should have said that at the beginning, right? You should have grabbed some popcorn at the beginning. No, you shouldn't have, because then you couldn't have as easily repeated these things after me. So make sure that you're not eating popcorn while listening to these podcasts. That's my suggestion. It doesn't improve your ability to shadow. You may spill some food on the ground. That won't look good. I just got a quick little announcement to make. I am in the process of coming up with a website. What is this website going to have? Well, this website is going to have the ability for you to join in on some group classes. I want to make classes, uh, you know, maybe people, maybe four to six or seven people. You know, nothing too big, enough, small enough so that I can get to know everyone and so that I can really help you address your needs. So we've got group classes coming. Beyond that, we've got a blog in the makes. I am putting together a blog. I've got a few people I'm working with, some talented writers who are uh, helping me to put this stuff together. And so I've got a blog in the works and I've got newsletters if anybody is interested in signing up for a newsletter, well, send me a message on Instagram. Send me a DM and I will add you to that newsletter list. These things will be coming out weekly, weekly blogs, weekly newsletters, and this is all with this upcoming website. So stay tuned in. More details to come on that in the future. But if you are interested in participating in classes with me, well, the website is going to be a medium to facilitate that. So stay tuned in because there are many good things on their way. I'm getting to wrap this up for today. The list of words that I spoke about, you can find it down in the description. All of it's down there. All of those examples. Feel free to check those out. Listen for these words in your daily life. Make sure that you repeat them to yourself. Get a good feel for how these sound. I say that a lot, and that is seriously half the battle, is literally feeling how your muscles are moving and how your muscles are producing the sounds that you want them to. So feel for it. Seriously, feel your muscles moving and adjusting. And this will keep on getting better. Keep on getting clearer. All right, well, thank you very much for tuning on in. I'm glad to have been a part of your English journey. I'm glad that I've been able to facilitate your learning process and just make you a little bit more confident in your spoken English. If you've got any questions at all, make sure to send me a DM on Instagram at en.outloud, and I'll get back to you ASAP. So enjoy your meals of the day, and uh, have a good one. I'm opening my doors of enrollment for the month of May. I've got five accent training spots available for five accent learners who want to see predictable progress 
learning to communicate in English with the same habits, the same patterns, and the same sounds that Americans use naturally. I've got limited space available this month, my friend. So apply right now through the link in the description if it's important for you to learn to speak English in the way that Americans listen for.